Welcome to Voices of the Ville, Roz's premier news podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week seven of Voices of the Ville. Woo! Um, currently, our co-host Evelyn is un- feeling under the weather, but, sh- <coughs> but should be back next podcast. I'm Evan Beerscheid, and one fun fact about me is I've won three out of the 12 weeks of my family's 15-person NFL Pick'em League, despite not watching football. Dang. I'm India Moore, and one fun fact about me is that baby Highland cows are my one true love. That thing is so fluffy. Indeed. This week, we will be covering an article from The Bill, FIFA World Cup and everything around it, and a special segment about some great holiday charities. This, this is Voices, Voices of, of the Bill. Welcome to the Bill Review. Welcome back to the Bill Review for this week. Uh, as previously mentioned, Evelyn is out this week, so I will be covering the intro to the segment. Uh, we are going to be discussing junior editor Frankie Jeffries' article on standards-based learning at Roz. For those who don't know, standards-based learning is a system that uses concise written instructions or a rubric. Uh, the standards set clear and measurable goals for students to reach and teacher, teachers to grade. The science department is well on the way to using standard-based learning. The teachers grade their students with the format of 100-0, meaning 100% of the grade is summatives, which are the big assessments, projects, or assignments at the end of a unit. Mr. Huntley thinks that rubrics are a useful tool to help students know where they are succeeding and not succeeding in class. He also thinks the whole school should move integrating only summatives. Huntley said, I think homework is practice, and I don't think it's equitable to grade everybody. If you know how to do something, you shouldn't have to do that busy work. We need to get into the mindset of not doing things for points, but doing things for learning. Amy Dolan of the English department agrees. She said, I was looking for a way to think about grades as accurate and bias resistant, and finally, motivational. How do I help kids want to work Sorry, how do I help kids want to work to learn more that isn't just, how do I get more points? Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I do. I, for the most part, agree with the 100% summative learning, or summative uh, grading. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like about it is um, tests, mm-hmm. because um, I'm really good at projects when yeah. it comes to tests. I'm not always the best in some of my classes at that, because yeah. I have like a test problem a bit. Yeah, and I also agree that it sometimes makes it a little harder to kind of get your grade up yes. if you need to, but thankfully a lot of the a lot of the teachers at Roz are really good at like offering retakes and stuff. Yes. But I do like it because not having to worry about formatives is mm-hmm. and that's really nice because formatives add up nice. a lot. Like we just get a yeah. lot of formatives. And For sure. I have Mr. Hundley as a teacher mm-hmm. and um like we'll do like the assignment. Mm-hmm. And, like, because I don't have to worry about, like, turning it in as much, yeah. I get to focus more on learning the stuff. Yeah, which, for sure. And then, like, talking to classmates mm-hmm. about it. And I also really liked his point about it being a- inequitable sometimes and also just kind of being busy work. Yeah. Because I know I certainly kind of think that sometimes when I'm doing homework about if I know the subject mm-hmm. pretty well, then I don't feel it's that necessary. Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn more information on the food shelf or want to learn... Or want to find more articles like this, you can go to rosville.org. That's R-A-H-S-V-I-L-L-E dot O-R-G. 
This is Current Events. Welcome back to Current Events. This week we are talking about FIFA and everything around it. FIFA, also known as the Federation International Day Football Association, was founded in 1904 to provide unity among national soccer associations. Oh, I can't say words today. Associations. Um, it started with seven national associations, Belgium, Denmark, France, Netherlands, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland, to promote the game of association football. You can find more of the um, original history on ussoccer.com. Um, there have been some concerns over Qatar's homophobic laws and its effect on people headed to watch the game. Football is for everyone, said Dario Minden, a German soccer fan who is a f member of the LGBTQ plus community. It doesn't matter if you're lesbian, if you're gay, it's for everyone, for the boys and the girls and everyone in between. That rule that football is for everyone is so important. We cannot allow you to break it no matter how rich you are. You are more than welcome to join the international football community and, also of course, to host a big tournament. But in sports, it's how it is. You have to accept the rules. Homosexuality in Qatar is illegal and punishable up to three years in prison. And security forces and police have been purposely arresting LGBTQ plus people and mistreating them. A Qatar government official told CNN uh, in a statement that the World Cup host was inclusive country. Everyone is welcome in Qatar. But we've gotten mixed signals from the government because another government official said everyone is welcome in Qatar, but we are a conservative country and any public display of Affection, regardless of orientation, is frowned upon. We simply ask pe for people to respect our culture. Thank you for listening. You can find more of this information at CNN.com. Get ready for a special segment. Alrighty, welcome to the rotating segment. Um, so, obviously, the holiday season is here. And one of the best things about the holiday season is how it's a time for giving back to those who are less fortunate and to those around us. And one of the best ways that you can give is through charitable organizations that are very clear, very concise, and help a lot of people. So today I'm going to be listing a few charities that are really great where if you're looking to spread some joy this holiday season, uh, go check them out and maybe give them a donation. So first up we have Project Linus. This was founded in 1995 and is a non-profit charity. Their name is based off of the Peanuts character Linus and one of his main character traits is he's always carrying around a blanket. So Project, is, Project Linus's mission is to collect blankets from all around and give them to children in need. Uh, if you would like to donate you can donate money online through their website, you can mail in blanket donations, or you can shop through Amazon Smile, which will be donating uh, 0.5 of the money from your purchase to charity and more. Next up is St. Jude's. Uh, founded in 1960, they are a nonprofit organization that runs a research center, research center excuse me, and hospitals for children's health care. Uh, their mission is to fight to better understand, treat, and cure diseases affecting young children. If you would like to donate to St. Jude's, you can make an online donation over the phone or via mail, 
And the cool thing about them is you're able to make a donation in someone else's name if you would like to make it a gift. And finally, we have the classic Toys for Tots, uh, founded in 1991. They are run by the Marine Corps, and they collect unused and new toys to give to less fortunate children ages 0 to 12. You can give toys at a local drop-off box. They accept new toys, unwrapped toys, books, and handmade toys. Uh, they don't want anything that's really used or damaged, and toys for kids aged 0 to 2 are in great need. You're also able to donate money through their website. If you would like to learn more about any of these charities, you can head over to their websites. They have some great info and info on ways to donate. And if you're looking for even more ways to give back, at the end of January there will be a charity week at Roz, so make sure to be on the lookout for that. Thank you for listening to Rotating Segment. We're almost done. Alrighty, as always, we are going to be wrapping things up with some recommendations, but this week we are going to make them Christmas-themed. So I will be recommending a movie this week, and I am recommending National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is Chaos the Movie, but Christmas-themed. Uh, great comedy movie, some great storylines, amazing acting. I love it. It is hilarious. I'm recommending music this week, and I'm recommending Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer. No matter if you celebrate Christmas or not, I think this is a great song to listen to. And it has that, like, fun energy. Alright, and make sure to tune in for next week's episode, where we will have a very special surprise. This has been Voices of the Bill. See ya! Voices of the Bill, Season 2, Episode 1, is recorded by Evan Beerscheid, India Moore, and Evelyn. Produced and edited by Tara Miller. Music by Evan Beerscheid. Special thanks to the Bill newspaper and Raw students and staff 